Broadcasting from Boston, Massachusetts, the ARC Digital Transformation Viewpoints podcast is the only podcast dedicated to all things related to digital transformation in energy, industrial, and critical infrastructure applications. The podcast is the creation of the ARC Advisory Group Digital Transformation Practice. ARC advises leading companies on technology trends and market dynamics that affect their business. To engage further, please like and share our podcasts or reach out directly on Twitter at ARC underscore advisory or please go to the website at www.arcweb.com. Sustainability and ESG are front and center for nearly every industrial organization. And while there is evidence and effort to focus on decarbonization and CO2 reduction across all industries, for those who make the chemicals and material science, such as bulk chemicals, specialty chemicals, and polymers, there are emerging business challenges in what is called the circular economy. The circular economy aims to eliminate the extraction of new raw materials and design a circular life cycle with each step in that process being fully integrated. Waste is systematically eliminated and emissions are reduced throughout the entire process by efficiency gains and with the incorporation of renewables. Digital capabilities are essential. I'm Peter Reynolds, Senior Analyst, and this is the Digital Transformation Viewpoints podcast brought to you by ARC Advisory Group. In each episode, we'll ask the big questions of how industry is adopting emerging technologies and practices for sustainable manufacturing from better operational and engineering processes to blockchain. Today, our focus is trends in the chemical industry, sustainable solutions, and innovations. Here with me today is Yasmin McCall, Global Business Development Leader for the Chemical Segment, and Ramki Seth Uriman, Global Solutions Architect, Chemical Segment with Schneider Electric. Thanks for having me today, Peter. So why does Schneider Electric think sustainability is a hot topic? Well, sustainability has been a hot topic for many major chemical companies in the last few years. A lot of our clients, especially in the uh, chemical space, have made promises to the market for sustainability goals to reduce plastic waste by investing in circular economy projects, manage climate change by reducing their CO2 emissions, and help society by diversity and inclusion initiatives. Plastic recycling, which relates to circular economy, is one of the areas that we see tremendous growth, especially in North America, Asia, and Far East. The total investment in the segment, uh, believe it or not, is 51% CAGR between now and 2025. Well, okay. So that's interesting. So let's talk about some themes within that scope of sustainability. And one theme uh, is the circular economy. Uh, We often uh, refer to content developed by the Ellen MacArthur Foundation, uh, and that is the circular economy system diagram, or also known as the butterfly diagram. And, and that illustrates a continuous flow of materials in the circular economy, as one might expect. Uh, and there are two main cycles. One is the technical cycle and the biological cycle is the other. So in the technical cycle, products and materials are kept in circulation through processes such as reuse or repair or remanu- remanufacturing or recycling. And in the biological cycle, the nutrients from biodegradable materials are returned to the earth to regenerate in in nature. So we're going to focus more on the technical cycle here. So for Schneider Electric, how do you define the circular economy for your industry segments? 
Um, so the chemical industry as a segment includes companies that produce industrial chemicals. Um, they convert raw material mostly from crude natural gas, metals and minerals into different types of products like plastics. Um, for example, plastic recycling being part of the circular economy is a sub-segment for us at Schneider Electric. Um, by using plastic as a feedstock or so remanufacturing, recycling, and reducing emission is a sustainability goal for a lot of our clients, which aligns pretty well for uh, Schneider Electric's, Electric's sustainability goals. Just to add to what um, Yasmin just mentioned, you know, the concept of circularity has actually existed in several forms. You know, um, we all know, um, we've all, you know, we're all familiar with, you know, you pick up a, a bottle of a soft drink, you know, you see symbols about, you know, recycling and, um, there are other places where you might see, you know, this reduce, re reuse, recycle. Um, so the concept's been there for a while, but what we're talking about as a circular economy is to be able to recycle at an industrial scale. You know, if you look at these manufacturing plants, I mean, they are what I would say hungry for raw materials. You know, if you need to be able to feed them with recycled material, I mean, the, the ability to recycle needs to scale up, right? So um, effectively, you know, the part of the circular economy we're talking about is to take an advanced chemical, which is maybe at the end of its life, and convert it to something that becomes the starting point, you know, um, for a new product, right? So. Okay, so let's let's talk a little bit about products because I think it relates to uh, some of the challenges that we see in the industry. So we look at complex supply chains, lack of proven technologies or inconsistent regulatory policies, or even the lack of viability. These are common challenges that uh, that we see today. So what do you think has been the case today that you see with your customers? Yeah, that's a good question, Peter. I mean, a lot of the uh, challenges you talk about definitely apply, you know, in the chemical industry. So I'm going to pick maybe a couple of them, you know, that have seen a lot of focus um, in the in the recent years. And one of them's, you know, very specific for the circular economy. So let's talk about um, maybe supply chains, right? So um, there's a there's a couple of um, maybe factors with you know that we that we want to talk about. You know, one that is a few that are longer term, whereas um, a few factors that uh, are a little more near term, you know. So if we look at the Western world, um, you, you're looking at factories that have a relatively aging infrastructure, you know, the worker workforce demographics is going through a generational change. Um, and over a period of time, a lot of the production has actually been shifting from the West to the East, you know, for example, if we look at um, uh, China uh, today, China actually accounts for 50% of the global investment in chemicals. Um, so, so already 50%, you know, just one country to, to represent uh, for the globe, right? So um, then when we come to the Eastern part of the world, you know, their challenges are a little different, right? So they're, they're talking about setting up newer plants. So you need to be able to uh, skill the resources in the right way. Um, so with, these generational, or sorry, with these longer term changes, um, you know, you throw in a pandemic or you throw in, you know, complexities like the geopolitical tensions, 
um, you know, they, they really impact, you know, uh, uh, the, the complexity of the, or they add to the complexity of the, the supply chain. Um, one unique aspect, you know, that we need to consider with the circular economy is we're trying to recycle used material, right? So, um, and they, the users are pretty much spread all over the world. So right. bringing that material together and then recycling it itself, you know, is is a complexity in the in the supply chain that needs to be addressed, right? So, um, yeah, sorry, that's a that's a long topic to talk about, but maybe I'll talk about one other topic, which is around um, lack of proven uh, uh, technologies. Um, so when we talk about plastic recycling or any kind of a recycling technology at right. industrial scale, you know, we we are developing new technologies now, you know, so um, they actually need a lot of attention uh, to nurture these technologies and develop them, you know, uh, to, to go up uh, to, to the scale that we need in the circular economy. You know, so, um, yeah. Those are just a little bit of elaboration, maybe about some yeah. of the challenges. Yeah. Yasmin, do you have any further comments on that? Yeah, actually, I do. I, I, I want to mention that uh, Schneider Electric, we've been working on this topic for um, quite some time. We have strategic partners like Aviva. We developed EcoStructure Power and Process, which is EPNP in short, as a solution to digitally unify uh, power and process um, that data designed to generate one-step improvements to the full life cycle of operation. Uh, what I'm saying is by applying these new technologies um, to like, for example, like Remke was saying, just supply chain and circular economy technologies, our customers and partners can really improve efficiencies and reliabilities for their plants and ultimately increase their bottom line. So I just want to mention that there's been a lot of progress on the technology side that we think uh, we should be able to um, uh, add value to the industries. Okay, let's switch to the talk about the, the important initiatives in supporting the circular economy. Uh, some of those are designing for recyclability or chemical or mechanical recycling or even the ability to design out waste or greenhouse gas or even efficient production and energy usage incorporation of renewals all all these things are are really important so so where do you see the greatest benefits for those industrial companies and how how is this unfolding um, well, maybe maybe I can first break down ESG, um, and then we can take it a little bit further after that. Um, ESG has been around, the topic of ESG has been around for a few years now. Uh, it's sustainability goals, environmental, social, and governance, uh, governance for all major industries, which includes chemicals. Uh, sustainability at the highest level means fulfilling the needs of our current generations without compromising the future generations while we're ensuring we have economic growth and uh, environmental care and social well-being. Uh, for chemical industry sectors, this challenge impacts the entire value chain, which includes raw material, manufacturing products, um, and components and consumption by uh, consumers and disposals. Um, so it is really important that we have collaboration across various um, value chain. It's very necessary to achieve, um, you know, our sustainability goals. For example, for a successful circular economy project like a plastic recycling, 
Um, this can also bring innovations uh, and technologies and create new jobs. Uh, so by implementing maybe this plastic recycling projects as we're talking about it um, and reusing plastic as a feedstock, um, we can address climate change, lower CO2 and ultimately reduce our dependency to fossil fuels. And I want to talk about digital capabilities. I, I think this is important. You already mentioned uh, developing with your strategic partner Aviva and the ecostructure power and process. So in terms of the digital capabilities, the majority of chemical and material science companies, they're already they've made public statements about looking toward digital technologies as a means to advance circular economy initiatives. So, can you, can you provide some examples and use cases of how Schneider Electric is helping in this area? Yeah, um, yeah. As you as you pointed out, Peter, I mean, there's a lot of new technology, you know, that is being developed in this in this uh, space around circular economy. Um, so from the Aviva software software toolset, you know, simulation tools are um, best suited to you know, work with new processes, uh, support any kind of scale up or design, and even engineering for these um, new technologies, right? So you can actually take, um, a, you know, the earlier design um, and deploy it into maybe a, a digital twin that grows all the way from um, engineering through procurement through construction, right? So um, engineering typically is a multidiscipline process that's iterative and you want to add information into the uh, digital twin as it as it grows through, right? So um, as you go through commissioning and operations, uh, you're going to have information that comes from the process, you know, through maybe electrical systems, through uh, automation components. Um, so, you know, you need to be able to manage this information as well. And um, another source of information is, is um, you know, uh, IIoT devices that, um, you know, uh, can be publishing to maybe on-premise systems or to cloud systems. Um, so ultimately, you're going to be able to, you know, you want to be able to bring information that is available maybe in a digital twin or in your, you know, process, electrical automation systems, or in any of your um, analytical tools, right, that uh, uh, perform analytics using these data and bring it all to a central location um, so that it's accessible to your uh, uh, operators. You know, so you're talking about some kind of a, uh, a connected worker or an empowered worker, right? So um, I'm, I'm just kind of giving you like a, a quick overview of maybe digital technologies that will need to come together um, to kind of help you know, the operators um, in, in this new um, circular economy space, you know, uh, to take operations forward. Okay, so we're coming to the close of this podcast. Do you have any last thoughts for our audience today? Uh, yeah, so uh, we, we believe that, um, you know, energy automation and software, they form a triad around any physical operating asset. You know? So uh, they are key to the industry of the future, so working on these you know, components together is imperative for any chemical company that's driving towards their sustainability goals. And maybe I can add also that um, we started at Schneider Electric our sustainability journey a long time ago, maybe a decade ago, even longer. And we were number one sustainable company in 2021, which um, 
tells you a lot about our company and the way we uh, run our business and the technologies that we have implemented for ourselves and our clients and our partners in industry. So I, I, I encourage the uh, people listening in to look into Schneider Electric and uh, help us bring um, bring you closer to your sustainability goals. Um, we've we've have a pretty good handle on scope one and scope two emission. Now we think we can bring your carbon footprint down by applying some of the technologies that we've talked about earlier. But we're very excited. This is an exciting time to be in the space right now and um, help the industries push forward. Great insights. Thank you, Yasmin and Ramke. Well, that's all we have time for today. Thanks to Yasmin McCall, Global Business Development Leader, and Ramke Sethurman, Global Solutions Architect, Chemicals Segment with Schneider Electric. For more information and insights on this topic or to learn best practices to accelerate transformation, please go to the ARC Advisory Group website at www.arcweb.com. Please do subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. And while you're there, leave us a review. In the meantime, from Peter Reynolds, thank you for listening and goodbye.